Welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. We're here in the Istanbul office of Property Turkey with Cameron Diggin. And as you might have seen, we have changed our studio layout. We have this mm -hmm. spaceship-like platform on which we stand. And in the <laughs> episodes, in the upcoming episodes, you will be seeing more changes around here in the cosmetics. This is stuff. work in progress. Yeah, this is. yeah, not, not final yet. Yeah, it's, it's but a we couldn't wait. Project. We had to do an episode. Yeah, so. true. We couldn't wait to do an episode of Straight Talk about coronavirus. Everybody yes. is, every business around the world, people are talking about coronavirus. Everybody's touching on coronavirus. And we as Property Turkey wouldn't be right if we didn't talk about coronavirus and especially its effects on the Turkish real estate. Absolutely. Okay. Cameron Degen, shall we spend a couple of minutes on how Turkey has dealt and is currently dealing with coronavirus right now before moving to the real estate, uh, its effects on real estate. I think that's a good idea. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So how do you think Turkey has managed the situation? Um, in a nutshell, I'd say Turkey has managed the situation rather well. Yeah. Um, of course, when we are considering how something is managed, whether it's coronavirus or anything else, or it could be elections or whatever, we, we, we need to put it into context. And the best way to put things into context is by comparison. So if we compare how Turkey managed the coronavirus situation. So let's say to comparable countries, let's say in Europe, let's yeah. take four European countries as comparisons for, for today's um, session. Let's say Spain, Italy, France, and the UK. Mm -hmm. In terms of size and population, they're the most comparable countries yeah. to Turkey. If we compare how Turkey managed the coronavirus situation to those countries, certainly yeah. Turkey seems to have managed the situation much much better quite well yeah much better i mean this all those countries we can if we take a look at, if we take a glimpse at the death rates in those countries the mortality rate, the mortality rate yeah we can definitely understand how good turkey has managed the situation True. because currently it's 2.8 percent here in turkey and it's 15 percent in france 14 percent in italy 12 percent in spain and these are the latest figures and i don't know when you will be watching this video but by then the figures might have been changed hopefully to good hopefully for yeah. better. Yeah. yeah but we are seeing a clear distinction here definitely is turkish healthcare to be praised here well certainly we owe this difference to a robust health sector in turkey this is a sector that turkey has been investing in for the mm -hmm. past 20 years yeah and turkey has in fact been investing in its health se se sector mm -hmm. quite heavily mm -hmm. and they have taken some good measures in improving mm -hmm. the health services mm -hmm. and making the, the health sector very very accessible to everybody in the country yeah. the bed capacity compared to europe is much higher yeah um, and we were able right if you remember as early as end of first week in march mm -hmm. when the first cases started popping up in turkey and mm -hmm. um, if you remember we were able to galvanize upsides of forty thousand healthcare workers overnight in turkey yeah. Do you remember yeah when countries like italy and spain they were also kind of they were they had just yeah. begun struggling at the time when they were being stretched to turkey with just a yeah. call yeah. was able to galvanize yeah upsides of forty thousand people into True. the health 
True, so. and I think Turkey's advantage here was acting early, being uh, proactive Turkey in this situation by, by, by taking measures very early. I mean, uh, yes. Turkey uh, has initiated measures locking down people over 65 and people under 20 at home. Very, yeah. very important yeah, measures. Yeah, this, this, right. is, this, is, this has nothing to do with healthcare. This is just no. an... That was a smart move. They, this they, is just a smart they, move. They locked yeah. down under 20s and yeah. over 65s. Why? Yeah. Because over 65s are the most vulnerable. Yeah. And under 20s yeah. are the most active. Yeah. So they basically... And plus, they don't have schools right now. The so, schools are yeah. off. So they don't have schools. So they'd yeah. be out there mingling. Yeah. And that be at high risk of catching the infection yeah. and then spreading it spreading it to the elderly. Yeah. So by locking the above 65s and under yeah. 20s, they kind of managed yeah. the elderly infection. They managed to minimize the elderly infection, which certainly had a massive impact yeah. on the low mortality rate. Of course, we have to be, certainly we have to give credit, well, not credit, but we have to certainly um, attribute the low mortality rate to a very young population too because the average uh -huh. age in Turkey compared to, say, Italy, UK, is yeah. much lower. Yeah. So that also played a, played a part, but the health True. service, big credit to, to the, health, the service. health services. Yeah. I mean, uh, these, uh, these things that are happening in Turkey are not going unnoticed. Are you seeing a significant increase in the interest towards Turkey? Let me put it this way. Around February time, around February time, we had on average 5,000 daily visitors mm -hmm. to our website. Yeah. And as you know, our website, propertyturkey.com, kind of is the pulse of the Turkish real estate market. True. Um, we had around 5,000 visitors. Today, we have around 7,000 daily visitors to our website, which is an increase of 40%. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's an increase of 40%. Exactly 40%. Exactly, exactly 40%. 40%. Now, I would, of course, expect our website's visitors to gradually increase, but I wouldn't expect it to increase by 40% over such a short period of time. Yeah. So I think this is attributable to the COVID effect. And yeah. if you ask me why, um, it's very simple. One, um, Turkey all of a sudden is looking like a much better place to raise your children yeah a safer place to live certainly the healthcare has uh, turkey has come out looking very well in yeah. terms of its health services mm -hmm. uh, which is a very very important consideration mm -hmm. for investors looking for um a place to move to yeah a place to retire to um and also there's a, a another massive massive important factor mm -hmm. which may not be readily um visible or apparent what tax is it? E tax effect the taxation the taxation yeah. effect again if we compare the same four european countries mm -hmm. spain italy france and the uk mm -hmm. if we compare them as the eurozone let's let's look mm -hmm. at them as the the eurozone mm -hmm. and you compare it to turkey the overall taxation that a real estate investor would analyze yeah um, is significantly lower in Turkey than the Eurozone. Yeah. Significantly lower. And the thing is, um, the expectation is, and especially high net worth individuals are too aware of this because this is something they consider True. on a daily basis. The expectation is that post-COVID-19, 
the Eurozone and certainly the United States too, will slap on rather heavy taxes in order to restore uh, the economy. Well, restore the economy yeah. and in order to recuperate yeah. the Trillions expense dollars, that they yeah. had to incur um, as the austerity measures due yeah. to COVID-19. So there will be some heavy taxes to come. It's unavoidable. Sure. Now, taxation, which is already more favorable in Turkey for real yeah. estate investors, going forward will only become more favorable. Okay, let me let me let me ask you a question here. Let me let me ask you a question here. Yeah. <laughs> let me ask you a question here. So, you said that Europe is likely to raise taxes to restore its economy and this would target some high net worth individuals who are aware of this situation and who are currently looking for alternatives and thus you have that 40% increase on our website they're looking at Turkish um, real estate, real estate yes. investment so my question is Turkish economy has got a hit of course just like any other country Turkish economy the is not immune yeah. Turkish economy is not immune it, it is it is as fragile if not more of as course. the European economy so here's here's my question isn't Turkey then likely to increase taxes okay traditionally speaking traditionally speaking Turkish government does not rely so much on direct taxation in order to um, collect funds yeah if you look at um, Western economies, the impact of direct taxation is much higher. Yeah. Why? Well, I can go into explaining the economic reasons, yeah. which I'm not, but very briefly to say yeah. that, um, say in the UK or in the US, if you increase direct taxation by, say, one percentage points, the impact of that is going to be a lot higher than increasing direct taxation by the same amount in Turkey. Yeah, the government is not going is not likely to rely so much on direct taxation. Mm -hmm. The government, in fact, traditionally in Turkey, does not rely so much on taxation to make up the differences, such True. as the COVID nineteen. It's, it's not the Turkish way. It's not the Turkish, it's not the Turkish way. way. So Turkey is not likely. Yeah, is not likely to raise, to raise taxation yeah. because they're well aware because that backfires in Turkey. they're well aware yeah. that it would deter yeah. foreign direct investment true so foreign direct investment is very important for turkey so taxes yeah. will stay put yeah in the foreseeable and, and, future and, and when we're talking about taxes let's let's um make one thing clear here what are those taxes what are we talking about Bring what are the important taxes category true. of taxes that yeah. that real estate investors would be looking at yeah well, broadly speaking, there are six, six different types of taxes. Mm -hmm. Purchase tax, which is also known as stamp duty. Um, capital gains tax, which is the tax on the profits that you make when you sell real estate. Mm -hmm. Income tax, which is the tax on rental income or other operational income of yeah. owning real estate. Real estate ownership tax, which is the ongoing biannual or annual taxes that mm -hmm. you would pay for owning real estate, mm -hmm. um, inheritance tax, which is a very, very important tax, mm -hmm. and value-added tax, mm -hmm. the KDV in yeah. Turkey, yeah. as they call it, the VAT. Yeah. These are the main tax categories mm -hmm. that tend to be quite universal. So when here, here's my question. When you compare those taxes, uh, for example, you, you, you said capital gains tax. Mm -hmm. 
when you compare it to the taxes in, let's say, Turkey's Mediterranean competitors, as I like to call them, say Spain, Spain Italy, France, etc. Italy, yeah. yeah, how do they compare? Turkey has got at least a three to six percentage point advantage. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus, if you own real estate in Turkey, um, after five years of ownership, if you sell, there is no capital gains tax to pay. So that's yeah. an amazing law. So you can look at real estate investment as a zero to five year project yeah. and sell after five years with absolutely no capital gains tax payable, which um, is a sharp contrast to the eurozone. Yeah, which is unique, which uh, yeah. kind of encourages real estate yeah. investors yeah. for medium-term holding. It basically tries to discourage real estate investors from short-term speculative holding, which yeah. I totally agree with. Real estate should not really be seen as a speculative investment. Yeah. It should be seen more as a mid-to-long-term investment. Yeah. So it kind of rewards mid-to-long-term to holding by negating capital gains tax completely. Yeah. So when we're talking about taxes in Turkey, and yes. you say that the taxes in Turkey are far more advantageous than the taxes in the EU. Figures-wise, what are we talking about here? How much of a margin are we talking about here? Let's look at it this way. Okay. You're an investor, for overseas investor. You invest today. You collect rental income over five years from your investments. Sure. And after five years, you exit the market. Um, you do the exact same thing with the same amount of money in Turkey, in Spain, in Italy, in France, and in the UK. In Turkey, you will be no less than 6 to 8% better off. No less than 6 to 8% that's, better That's a off. significant amount. That's a significant amount. In fact, if you compare it to France, yeah. you will be about 15%, 15% better off. 15% yes, better off. Because in France... In France, depending on the value of the property, but the average annual ownership tax is about five point something percent per annum, whereas in Turkey it's less than one percent. It's in fact about half a percent. So if you which own is a property, negligible, which is negligible, which is negligible, which is which is hardly anything. So if you own a property yeah. worth worth say, for argument's sake, hundred thousand dollars, yeah you will pay less than $500 per annum yeah. per year as property ownership tax. Yeah. The same figure in France will be something like 3000 4000 in fact, fire, higher yeah. dollars per annum. Wow. So the, the, the difference is massive. And over, over a period of five years, mm-hmm. it clocks up. Yeah. And also, when you sell, you will end up paying quite a significant amount as a capital gains tax, as you, gains tax assuming that you have made a hefty profit yeah whereas in turkey you will not pay any capital gains tax after five if years if it's after five years if so. it's after, if five, it's years. after so five years overall um turkey is far more tax friendly mm-hmm. than the eurozone True. in fact overall the turkish government is rather um foreign investor friendly True. and um investors are kind of waking up to this True. Coupled with the lifestyle benefits, mm-hmm. a great health service, proven now. Yeah. Um, fantastic weather. 
Oh my god! And all yeah. the other things that people already yeah. knew. Yeah. Um, it's kind of making Turkey Turkey's looking a very good. attractive. Uh, Turkey's looking place. good for investors. Yeah. Very attractive. Yeah. 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 To 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 summarize it all up because yes. we've talked about a bunch of stuff we talked about yeah. a lot of stuff yeah. we talked about a lot of stuff to summarize this thing um based on the increase of the inquiries that we are getting we might say that there's at least 40 percent increase to increase of demand yeah. to turkish real estate and this shows only uh, and, and this is only because that the turkey is coming out almost victorious out of uh, COVID-19, it seems like Turkey's star will shine after uh, the, the post-COVID era, won't you say? I think so. I mean, I think Turkey is looking, uh, f from a financial viewpoint, which is the taxation, which is an important part of, Turkey looks very attractive. Yeah. But from a lifestyle aspect, a place to raise your children, a place to live, a place to enjoy, a, a place, place to, to be stay safe alive. and healthy... Turkey all of a sudden looks Much, like the shining star yeah, true. at the gateways of Europe, yeah. Middle East, Asia, and Africa. And that's, I think, the most important role for Turkey, yeah. to be the gateway, to be the middle of. Yeah. And I think that's a role that um, for the past 10, 15 years kind of slipped away from Turkey a little bit. Turkey, true. in my opinion, did not really play its own role as... Robustly as it should worlds. have, yeah. but I have a feeling that going forward, all of a sudden, Turkey will regain its position yeah. as the center of Europe, Middle East, and Asia, yeah. which means that it will be very appealing for Europeans, Middle Easterners, yeah. and Asians, Everybody. which is the melting pot. True, true, and 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 that's that's what Turkey really is. I mean, I mean, look at Istanbul. You, you just take a ferry in fifteen Absolutely. minutes, you change a continent. Absolutely. I mean, that's this stark reality Absolutely. right in front of your eyes uh, every single day. Okay, uh, thank you very much, Cameron Diggin, for this episode. And also, if you have any questions, comment them down below. I personally read them. So does Cameron. Uh, we are very, very reachable people. In fact, you can send us a message, a WhatsApp message in this number right here. 24-7. Yeah, 24-7. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not going to uh, text you back. Uh, 24 not 1 a.m. in the morning, yeah, but we will text three, you back the next yeah, day. <laughs> the, the next day, make sure that we will read your uh, text messages. And until next time, see ya. Bye-bye.